Welcome to the Everything Went Black podcast. It's been a minute since uh, we put one of these out, so I figured I'd do one of my solo podcasts just to kind of keep the momentum going. We'll be back on the trail next week. Um, got a couple episodes scheduled, but in the meanwhile, I figured I'd just check in with you guys, see how everyone's doing, and uh, let you guys know how my summer was. But before we get going, we got to hit our affiliate sponsors. That would be On It once again. 100% back this label. Um, one of the best supplement providers I've ever uh, taken. Um, right now I'm using the fish oil, uh, the strong bone, which, um, you know, for someone who abuses their body the way I do, um, you know, sort of building up that collagen is always uh, a good idea. And there's more than um, enough proof showing that this stuff actually works. The MCT oil. I'm actually kind of double fisting it right now. I got the emulsified MCT oil, which I just drop into a hot or cold cup of coffee. And that, you know, really helps pick you up. And the uh, straight up MCT oil, which um, I use in my morning rituals of uh, the bulletproof style coffee, you know, using grass fed butter, MCT oil and Savage Gold coffee, of course. So, um, so yeah, I highly recommend that stuff. Also, Datsusara, you know, once again, something I use. I try not to back things that I personally do not use because that wouldn't be uh, an honest thing to do. Datsusara, though, is like something that's in my life every day. My gear bag, I put all my training equipment in there. Um, you can fit quite a bit of stuff in the uh, battle pack, which is the one I have. You can fit a set of boxing gloves, headgear, shin guards, a gi, a pair of shorts, there's a pocket for a mouthpiece. There's two, count them, two pockets for water bottles. You know, you can't really go wrong. Also, it does double duty. Whenever I go out on the road or travel somewhere, I take it with me. And that's my, uh, you know, my luggage. It's been all over Europe, the United States. Never leave home without it. The Datsusara Battle Pack. There's also a bunch of other cool stuff on the site you can get. Last but not least, Savage Gold Coffee. As you know by now, that's my coffee brand. I uh, got a bunch of new stuff coming out this fall. Uh, right now, if you're a member of the mailing list, you will have received uh, a code, a discount code for the fall sale, which I run every year. And um, so, yeah, if you haven't done so already, go over to savagegoldcoffee.com, sign up for the mailing list. You get all kinds of news. Uh, you know, I don't bomb your inbox with uh, junk mail, but whenever there's a new product or some promotion, you can uh, get, you know, discount code, save a little money here and there. You know, we all know how it is. So there's a new blend being added to the catalog. It's called Savage Gold Dark Crown. And this is the first blend. All the other coffee roasts are single bean. And this one is actually a blend of several different dark roasted beans so um that's going to be launched probably in a week or so and the initial 50 pounds is going to be packaged as a package deal with this like radical t-shirt that val noir did uh, val noir has done uh, album cover artwork for tombs uh, black anvil blue house nord merrimack you know a bunch of really cool bands uh, you can go to holymountainprinting.com. They're handling the whole initial order. 
And uh, while you're at holymountainprinting.com, you can check out a bunch of different t-shirt designs by some of the bands that you guys probably listen to. They do uh, Leviathan, uh, Wolves in the Throne Room, uh, Magua, of course, Tombs. Um, so yeah, it's like a pretty rad t-shirt spot. They sell records, t-shirts, like all that kind of stuff. And um, this might sound odd, but it actually, if you go down another layer, it actually makes sense. There's going to be a Savage Gold Coffee Soap. I'll let that set for a minute. Um, as you guys all know, uh, I spent a lot of time on the mat, and being clean is uh, a pretty high priority for me, keeping those nasty microbes away, uh, you know, preventing staph infections, like that sort of stuff. So cleanliness is a, a big priority for me. So I was approached by Joseph Forsman, and um, he runs a custom soap company. And we uh, were doing just this like small, small run of, of soap. And uh, it's going to be available on the site, savagegoldcoffee.com. And um, they were going to do some fun videos and promotions and stuff. And uh, it's kind of interesting uh, being a huge fan of the Fight Club movie book. You know, soap plays a big part of that storyline. So, um, you know, it's kind of funny for me at least. Actually, I just used Savage Gold soap in the shower right now got back from training and um took a nice out nice shower and um yeah i got really clean real quick about training um i've been training at the physical culture collective which is uh you know relatively new spot for me to do my thing and it's out in bushwick and um gavin van vlack is the crew the guy who runs the spot and uh I can't speak enough, uh, can't, tell, can't tell you, can't give it a higher recommendation than I do if you're interested in training uh, Muay Thai, uh, Jiu-Jitsu, or if you just want to go and get in shape, uh, get strong. It's not just a get in shape type of place either. It's like if you want to go and like seriously build your body up, that's the place to go. And um, I've known Gavin for several years. He's been a guest on this podcast a couple times. And uh, he's been a huge impact on my life, actually. I mean, you know, I've been a fan of Burn and Absolution and, um, you know, just musically, uh, I've been a fan of his. And over the years, we've got to become friends. And now I'm training with him regularly. And uh, it's great. You can find me there pretty much every day. And, um, you know, it's awesome. It's, uh, you know, he's not giving me money to do this. I'm just, as a uh, good deed, just letting you guys know that in Bushwick, there's a killer place to work out. You know, if you want to learn jujitsu, learn Muay Thai, and just get strong, definitely check it out. And um, you can check out their website, physicalculturecollective.com. Along with Gavin, there's some great coaches. We got uh, Naomi Cookson and Zach Dom. And, you know, they've got years of uh, com competition between them. I mean, they're competitors as well as coaches so anything you ever want to know about fighting you can go and learn from those guys and uh yeah definitely a great place so it's been a good summer for me very interesting summer um yeah, i quit my job back in uh, july and uh things have kind of been on this like you know reinvention which is a very 
key component to my existence. Uh, always trying to do better, always trying to improve myself, and always trying to do the best possible job that I can at whatever I'm doing. So I left my job, uh, been working with this company on and off for about 10 years. I know it's kind of a trip thinking about that. Uh, you know, it was like ripping the soul out of me, though. So I also was phoning it in. I would show up and um, just kind of hang out, do my thing, do the minimum amount that was required. If there was something to be done, I would do it, absolutely. But I wasn't approaching it with the required gusto that I like to approach other things in my life. So it was starting to eat away at my soul, um, erode my psyche, and I was starting to um, get depressed. You know, I would wake up in the middle of the night thinking about how the clock is slowly ticking down the moments of my life and thinking about what am I actually doing? You know, there's the illusion of being busy every day, the illusion of getting up and going to work, showing up, doing whatever work they put in front of you, going home, and then doing the other meaningful things in your life. And uh, yeah, you know, I was doing the band, you know, very busy with that. Training, very busy with that. You know, working on the coffee company, very busy with that. Um, but, you know, I wasn't, I was existing. I don't feel like I was actually living. And, you know, I've tried to do this a bunch of times. There have been several occasions where I've quit, but I always seem to come back. I've always seemed to take the easy way out, the easy money. And uh, this time around, I'm just not doing it. You know, believe me, knowing that you're getting a check every two weeks or whatever is, is sweet. It's a sweet temptation to go down that path and accept that money. But you're, someone owns you at that point. And right now, nobody owns me. I'm working for myself. I've done, you know, something that I've wanted to do my whole life is try to be my own boss. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. And believe me, it's... Uh, you know, I'm sleeping better, that's for sure, because I'm actually not working towards the goal of leaving the job. Now I'm actually have left the job and I'm having to think on my feet. I'm having to be on the balls of my feet, you know, bobbing and weaving, making, making things happen every day. And I'm learning that that is a far more comfortable position that I'd like to be in, you know, just rather than getting up at whatever time, drinking my coffee, procrastinating. You know, it would be 15 minutes, then 20 minutes, then a half an hour of sitting in the living room, drinking coffee. Oh, maybe, maybe I'll have another cup. Listening to podcasts, checking my phone, doing everything that I could possibly do to postpone leaving the apartment, walking out the front door, getting on the subway, making my trek down into the city, and then going to the office and sitting there for the next eight hours. Or actually, I would always leave early. I would find a way to be out of the office early, you know. And that's just no way to live, man. That's no way for somebody like me to spend the days of their life doing that, the hours of the day spent looking forward to the end of the day. So I just opted out, you know, I wasn't going to go about doing this anymore. Um, you know, it, it, 
it wasn't all bad working there. Like I had a period of time where I was actually really engaged in the work and, um, you know, it was interesting. I enjoyed working with my coworkers and then even on a corporate level within the company, things changed and it was, uh, sort of forced into this new regime. Uh, I was purchased by another organization and, I guess they made a couple of cents extra a year by shutting down some offices and reorganizing everybody. So they went down that route and um, created this uh, impersonal work environment where it's sort of this lateralization. And um, yeah, it was very impersonal. So I was out on the margins. You know, me and like two or three other people, you know, tended to sort of working together. Mostly I worked by myself. And um, yeah, it was like soul crushing, intellectually numbing, um, some of the most unstimulating work that I've ever done. And um, yeah, I mean, the uh, upside to working there for these last few years is that they were they were pretty cool. Me coming and going and leaving and going out on tour, being gone for a month. You know, they didn't really ask too many questions. You know, so that was. Uh, that was good. You know, I was able to manifest my goals in the band, go on tour, um, have a more or less flexible schedule about starting and stopping times during the week. Um, you know, but ultimately, you got to make a move for yourself, man, and, and that's exactly what I did. So, you know, finally figured out a way to get paid to do my writing, which is great. Um, coffee companies, um, you know, moving forward. Um, that's great. And just, uh, doing the band. And, um, I guess these are the things that I'm meant to do in this life. You know, frankly, out of everything in my life, relationships, employment, careers, the only two things that I've ever consistently done was play music and train and, you know, reducing my life to its essentials is really what I think I should have done many years ago, you know, but I'm not going to beat myself up over this. I mean, I arrived at that conclusion. It might've taken me a little bit longer, but I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. So that leads me to another topic. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago I posted something on Instagram that, um, you know, it was like a fight club meme, you know, about hitting bottom and all this other stuff. And uh, <laughs> some people uh, sort of overreacted to that. Like they, uh, you know, I was, I, I posted it just, I mean, I'll explain my motivation for doing it. But first I'll describe the reaction I got from a lot of people. And, and look, I am, you know, I feel grateful that people care enough to be concerned about me. Uh, sometimes this life, living in this city, living in New York City is a very uh, dehumanizing sort of a solipsistic existence here sometimes where you're alone, even though there's people all around you, you still feel alone, you know? So I appreciate the concern that people out there had, you know? So anyway, this, uh, this meme went up about hitting bottom and, you know, uh, anyone who's familiar with the movie or, you know, specifically the movie, because the book, I don't think goes too deeply into this understands that, you know, there's like a quote where only after we've lost everything, can we, you know, achieve everything, you know? And, um, when, when, you know, philosophically, 
I wasn't really trying to be uh, negative. You know, it really, when I read that statement, it's more about everything that's meaningless in your life sort of falling away and understanding what's truly important to you as a human. What makes you, you know, get up in the morning? What makes you feel good about yourself? The things that you're passionate about, the things that drive you forward. Reducing your life to those essentials is hitting. To me, you, the term hitting bottom is like, okay, I bottomed out. I've lost, um, you know, the meaninglessness of my life and I'm down to the essentials. And that's something that I think should be embraced because that's when you can actually do everything. You can do anything you want at that point. You know, I mean, for me, it's like I'm sitting in my apartment. Yeah, I might have to move out, man, honestly. Like I might have to scale my life down to keep moving the way I am, you know? And that's that's a, um, a moving target that I'm trying to work on. But that might happen, man, you know? And that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. Because the reality, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I want to keep making music. I want to keep training. I want to write. I want to lead a creative lifestyle. Um, you know, I want to spend a lot of time on physical physical pr- improvement as well as intellectual improvement, and just live strong. You know, I'm not the guy who shows up and sits at a desk all day. Even though I've done that work for many years, I've never been that guy. You know. I remember one time even, and this was like when I actually enjoyed my job, when I really liked working there and I had really good relationships with my coworkers. You know, my immediate supervisors were friends. You know, we are still actually sort of in touch and they've always supported any of the ideas outside of the company that I had. You know, they encouraged me to, you know, do my own thing, even if that meant leaving the company, you know, and, and, you know, they're motivators for me. But anyway, one of them, a uh, gentleman, call him Bob, he, um, you know, he would come by and say hello. And then one day he was like, you know something? Um, you know, if you look around everyone's desk here, you can tell, you can see their personality reflected in the way that they have their desk set up. You know, like, you know, this guy over here is in the golfing, so he's got a picture of himself on a golf course you know, this guy's got kids, he's got pictures of his kids, this guy's into like a, you know, he's got a boat, so there's a photograph of a boat, um, and so forth. He's like, when I, when I go to your desk, there's nothing on your desk at all besides work. Like, I don't see anything about your personality, I don't see who you are reflected in the way that you have your workspace set up. So there you go, you know. I was a square peg, man. I just never fit into that world. And it took me years to to really embrace that. So anyway, man, this is all good. You know, I, um, I'm looking for that baseline. And I feel that that once I read that, reach that baseline, that pretty much anything is possible after that. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's sort of a cleansing, you know, I've, selling stuff you know i got rid of a lot of my comic books which um (laughs) i mean i love comics man don't get me wrong but like i've i literally have tens of thousands of comics that are just taking up space man and like if that can help um you know help me with my goals 
financially, at least keep me going, then so be it. Someone else can get the enjoyment that I got out of, out of my collection. So I got rid of some stuff. You know, I'm probably going to be selling some records for the same reason. You know, I love music. I love records. Music's my life. I mean, you know, most of you out there know me because of music. So, but do I need three copies of Chaos Is Me by the by uh, Orchid? Probably not. I could probably live the rest of my life with just one copy of the record. Do I need all the different color vinyl copies of, um, you know, Calculating Infinity by Dillinger Escape Plan? Probably not. You know, so do I need to have Black Sabbath Paranoid in five different formats? The remaster, cassette, LP, CD, as part of the black box, box set? I probably don't need all that stuff. So once again, hitting bottom, reducing things to their essentials. That's kind of what my mission has been. So it's been a great summer, you know. Got a lot of good training in. Uh, Once again, the PCC, man. That's the spot. You know, I spent years learning Muay Thai in the Thai style. Uh, so, yeah, it's been kind of an adjustment um, where Gavin's system is more based on the Dutch system, which is like the footwork's a little different. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, learning is always good, man. Even if it's something that you think you have got figured out completely, when you get another look, like a new look, it's a really great thing, man, and I, I love it. I embrace that. I welcome the challenges of learning new things, you know. <laughs> you know, I know this is turning into a physical culture collective uh, advertisement, but I promise you that will be the, you know, not receiving any kind of uh, compensation for saying the nice things, but it really is a great place to train. So, um, so yeah, I mean... Um, you know, life, life's happening, you know, band stuff's happening, we're going on tour in November with Wolfhammer, uh, most of the U.S. except for the Northeast is being covered on that tour, uh, as you all know by now, we just signed to Metal Blade Records, which is uh, something that I'm very excited about, I'm going to be recording in January with Eric Rutan, who at this point is a friend, I mean, we've known each other for several years at this point, and uh Really looking forward to getting on that. Like that's, you know, something I, once again, it's going to be very difficult because Rutan is a perfectionist. And primarily that's why I asked him to be part of the, you know, the creative team here. You know, back on Savage Gold, no one ever worked us as hard as we worked on that record. You know, and it, it, it was the taskmaster Eric Rutan, who pushed us to those ex- those extremes, and I think that's why that record, to me, is like one of the favorite things I've ever done in my entire life. So, so we'll be going down to Florida for that. But right now, um, most of the I would say the all of the songs are written, uh, all the music and stuff is written. Uh, we're recording a demo. Um, the basics are done. We're going to be doing some bass and guitar overdubs this weekend and then it's you know the synths that fade does and the vocals and uh I, I am not that far along on writing lyrics unfortunately so that's going to be a moving target trying to get that stuff done 
And if you guys, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, that would be uh, Mike underscore Hill underscore Primate. Um, you know, I'm going to be posting videos of some of the material being recorded and, um, you know, some of the various songs in different, you know, stages, uh, you know, lyrics, you know, things like that as we go through this whole process. And, uh, yeah, this is exciting for me, for me man. I, I enjoy this part of things, the, 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 when things are taking form in the way that they are. Like, you know, a year ago, you had this idea of making another record and then over 12 months, eight months, things slowly start to come into focus. And uh, it's like very satisfying when you can see the finish line ahead and you know that you just have to keep pushing. And um, yeah, I'm up for it, man. It's great. Really looking forward to it. Um, another cool thing, and I, once again, man, I am fortunate to actually make part of my living writing these days and it's given me a lot of opportunities to talk to people that I um, normally probably wouldn't really come into contact with so um, you know some of you out there probably read the the Harley Flanagan interview that went up uh, yesterday which would be Tuesday and um, yeah that was a trip I mean you know the Cro-Mags are probably one of the most important hardcore bands in you know in the genre really i mean and i'm not saying i'm a fan of every one of their records i um you know there's there's songs here and there on the post age of quarrel uh output that i enjoy but age, the age of quarrel stands as um a t you know a, a sort of milestone in in hardcore music really and I mean, at the time it came out, they were, like, by far the heaviest band in that scene, you know, without being a straight-up, like, you know, like Slayer or Metallica or something like that. And, um, you know, I, I actually, the first time I heard Chromax was on Headbangers Ball, the, the We Gotta Know video, which, you know, this is dating me probably because I don't even think Headbangers Ball exists anymore. But um, I was, like, you know deep into my metal I love heavy I love metal I was always a metal head before I was into hardcore punk I was like into metal you know Slayer Metallica also into you know punk hardcore stuff like Black Flag obviously and um when I heard the Chromags I was like this is you know definitely something that if you're into metal you can get into and that's why I liked them so much at the time and that's why I like, you know, the later Rollins era uh, Black Flag, because it was like metal. It was like a metal trip being expressed through like a punk rock sort of lens. You know what I mean? And uh, that was like, you know, very attractive to me at the time. So, yeah, man, it was cool. I mean, you know, if anyone's out there that, that follows or is aware of the ups and downs of Harley Flanagan's life, I mean, this is a, it was a pretty intense interview. You know, and it's um, pretty proud of the work I did on the piece. And um, it's out there. It's on the Clairvoyant site. You can check it out. And um, so, yeah, I mean, um, right now I'm gearing up to head out to meet my buddy uh, Mike Scandato. So we're going to see the Blair Witch Project. And, uh, you know, if anyone's out there that likes horror movies, uh, Mike and I do a uh, pod another podcast called Necromaniacs. And um, we're going to be talking about Blair Witch Project and... Uh, I have um, 
I have my doubts about the movie, but I feel like it's my duty to, to at least check this out. So um, that's about it, man. Thanks for listening. I like to keep these short because I tend to ramble on and on about things, and uh, I'll spare you guys all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, man, if you're in any of the cities that we're playing in, uh, please stop by and say hello. And um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can go to at MikeHillHQ. On Instagram, it's Mike underscore Hill underscore Primate. And um, I like to post photos of, you know, various shit, mostly martial arts and, you know, metal, UFC stuff, you know, stuff that's happening during the day. You know, a lot of it's uh, related to the coffee company as well. And, um, yeah, that's about it, man. If you want to get at me, you can either hit us up on the Facebook page and, you know, you can message me or you can write me an email and that email address is mike.hill at everythingwentblackmedia.com. So for now, Mike Hill is signing out. I'll see you guys out there.
Yeah.